Main Chick versus Side Bitch. Chapter 2. Area. I hustled like a man, but I'm all woman. I've been on my feet all day braiding, but I told Dwayne, hella high water, I was coming to claim my booth today. At 9 o'clock at night, it was dark outside, but I didn't give a damn about that. I was at Cutting Edge Barbershop and Salon. Walking in, men were standing around looking me up and down like I was a treat. But I didn't care about that. I was here for the money. I saw this place as my rebirth. After being locked down so long, I needed a fresh start. Before this, I was working out of my house, trying to make things pop there. And it worked for a little while, but my business was getting way too big to be braiding somebody's hair in my kitchen over my stove. Dwayne hit me up online, seeing that my business and my clientele was popping. Offered me a spot in the shop. And how could I say no to the most poppin'est shop in the city? Dwayne, he's like a legend barber around town. I couldn't turn that down. I needed this place. I needed this job. I needed this money. Hey, how's everybody doing? Um, but nobody said hi back. They were too busy high-fiving each other and laughing at something. I didn't even care at this point. It was too late and I was tired and it didn't matter. I wasn't here to make friends. I put my things down on the booth that Dwayne told me I could have and that's when I heard it. It sounded like the sound of moans and dare I say it, ass clapping. But I pretended not to hear. My mind was on my little girl. Wondering what she was doing and if she missed me. I was in prison for five years. The first five years of my daughter's life. The hardest shit I've had to go through. So somebody fucking or whatever was going on. That wasn't my business. Those five years in prison taught me how to stay concentrated on my own. And that's exactly what I had planned. While I was here at this shop, concentrate on my bag and nothing else. A door slammed, breaking me out of my trance. (laughs) And what I saw was a woman in a business suit, walking from the back with her head held high, but a noticeable dip in her step. I guess that's who he was fucking. I could already tell by the way the guys looked at her, or better yet, tried not to look at her, that that was the woman who was moaning in the back. She was gone from the shop in a flash, though. I saw a car pull out, brake lights, and then nothing. She was gone. A few minutes later, here comes Dwayne, and the peanut gallery lit up. Oh, man, you was killing that shit back there, dog. Man, you had her ass moment. Nigga, you the shit, nigga. <laughs> I want to be just like you when I get older, cuz. A bunch of lame-ass niggas. The whole scene made me sick. <laughs> Y'all need to chill, man. Hey, Shorty, what up? He was talking to me. I'd been warned about Dwayne. His reputation with women wasn't that great, and now I saw it firsthand. So I knew that this was going to be nothing but business for he and I. Hey, Dwayne, I'm just getting situated for the morning. Um, Just wanted to drop everything off. I told you I'd be by. You said that you were going to give me the keys tonight, right? Oh, fuck. He shook his head. 
I forgot, shorty. I'll just come up here and uh, let you in in the morning. Um, okay, but my first appointment is at 6 o'clock, 6 a.m., not 6.30, 6.40, not 7 o'clock. Girl, you ain't got to tell me. I'm up here at 6 in the morning anyway. I got my wholesalers to come in early, so shit, I'll meet you here. Wholesalers? I asked because anything that sounded like money I needed to hear about, but we were rudely interrupted. Yo, Dwayne, I knocked off all them hats, homie. I need some more. A man handed Dwayne so much money, my eyes almost popped out of my skull. Cool, man, let's go back to the store. I got you. He began to walk away, but he turned around. Those brown eyes sparkling. I holler at you in the morning, shorty. 6 a.m., right? I nodded, hoping he was telling the truth. But the way this man moved... Let me know he was all about business. He was going to be here at 6 a.m. But my phone ringing stole my thoughts. My lawyer's name across my phone had me running outside. I didn't need nobody knowing about this. Hello? Arian, Mr. Fabry here. Is this a bad time? Mr. Fabry calling me this late only meant bad news. Um, no, sir. Um... Go, go ahead, what's going on? Sorry to call so late, but I got a hearing schedule for your case. The case he spoke of was my custody case with my daughter's father. He was fighting me so I could not get custody of my baby girl. Okay, um, when is it? Three weeks from today. Hearing that news, I felt like throwing up. Three weeks? I at least thought he would give me a couple of months to get a better apartment, to get myself situated. But right now, I was on my grind, just trying to make money. Wasn't a good time for me to go to no hearing. Yes, we need to get this done quickly, so I need a few things from you. There was always something I needed to do. I opened my ears, breathing deep, waiting for Mr. Fabry to drop the knowledge on me. You need to have a place, gainful employment, a vehicle would be a plus, and make sure that you pay me the next few payments on time so there is no lapse in my service to you. If there's a lapse... Your case gets dismissed. He couldn't forget about himself or the $5,000 that I owed him. Sure, sir. I'm, I'm sorry about that. I will make sure I do that, and there will be no more lapses in payments. You will be paid. I promise you that. I was almost to my goal of making a few thousand dollars that I owed Mr. Fabry, but it was going to take some grind. It's not something that I'm not used to. All I do is grind, but, again, it's, it's going to be a grind. Look... That's great. I'll talk to you later. Maybe a week before the hearing so we can get our ducks in a row, all right? And um, I guess I'll be seeing you in a few days about that payment? Yes, sir. I'll be there bright and early. Great. We hung up with understanding. I wanted my daughter back, and he wanted his money. I didn't have a choice. I had to get my daughter back, and all I had was me and a deadline. I looked at my faded car. I looked at my hands. And with this grind, I was going to get my baby girl back. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Soleil. Make sure you share, subscribe, and comment, and let me know what you think about the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll let y'all later.